Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 100 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. And congratulations on reading for 100 days. This is quite an accomplishment. You have read through the Gospels one time already and are into the second time. You are also more than halfway through the New Testament, two-thirds through Psalms, and moving at a rapid rate through the Old Testament. So a huge congratulations to you. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for your word that changes us through and through. May we receive your message today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let's see what's happening in Matthew chapter 11 today. Jesus makes two references to Malachi here in this chapter, in verse 10 and verse 14. Malachi is a very short book and is the very last book in the Old Testament. If you go back just a few pages from where you are right now, you'll find it. Jesus was talking about John the Baptist in verse 10 and says, This is the one of whom it was written, Behold, I sent my messenger ahead of you, who shall make ready your way before you. He referenced Malachi chapter 3 verse 1, which says, Behold, I send my messenger and he shall prepare the way before me. And the Lord, the Messiah, whom you seek, will suddenly come to his temple. The messenger or angel of the covenant whom you desire, behold, he shall come, says the Lord of hosts. In our chapter in Matthew, verse 14, Jesus is still talking about John the Baptist and says, And if you are willing to receive and accept it, John himself is Elijah, who was to come before the kingdom. The verse referenced under Malachi is chapter 4, verse 5, and says, Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the great and terrible day of the Lord comes. Something new for you to consider today. I am not a theologian, just an avid Bible reader. Jesus' words and references lead me to believe that the spirit of Elijah was in John the Baptist, who readied the people for Jesus' coming. I've read commentaries that suggest otherwise, so I'm leaving this in your hands to ponder and do some of your own investigating. Some of my favorite Bible verses are the last three verses here in chapter 11, where Jesus tells us to come to him, those who are overburdened, and he will give us rest. Verse 28 is amplified in my Bible and says, I will ease and relieve and refresh your souls. Let us take our rest in Jesus today and allow him to ease, relieve, and refresh our souls. Well, let's see what Paul is writing to the Thessalonians in chapter 2 of his second letter. Paul gets to the point of his second letter, the return of Christ specifically when he will return. Of course, he doesn't know the exact time, but Paul tells them of many things that have to happen before Christ does return. It's a very similar dialogue as to what Jesus relayed to his disciples. The Antichrist will come first and persuade many that he is the Christ. There will be much lawlessness, but in the end, Jesus will reign. Verse 8 says, and then the lawless one, the Antichrist, will be revealed and the Lord Jesus will slay him with the breath of his mouth and bring him to an end by appearing at his coming. Paul encourages them to hold fast to their faith and assures them and us we were called to share in the glory of Jesus Christ. He ends the chapter praying for them, asking Lord to comfort and encourage your hearts and strengthen them and make them steadfast and keep them unswerving in every good work and word. Let us receive this prayer for ourselves today too. Let's see what's happening with the Israelites in chapter 13. We read that Joshua was well over 100 years old and there was still more land that remained for them to possess. The Lord told Joshua he would go before them and drive out the people from Lebanon and other places. And then God instructed Joshua to distribute all the land between each of the tribes. Of course, 
the tribe of Levi received no land as their inheritance. In Joshua chapter 14, the Israelites hadn't fully spread out into the lands they took over. Joshua, Eliezer, the priest, and ten leaders of the tribes divided the lots. Before all was said and done, Caleb went to talk to Joshua. If you remember, Caleb was the only other person besides Joshua who wanted to fight for the promised land 40 years ago. He and Joshua were the only two men to survive the 40-year trip through the wilderness and actually enter it. So Caleb would have been the oldest Israelite besides Joshua. He wanted a certain parcel of land, the hill country, and he was blessed to receive it. Verse 14 says, So Hebron became the inheritance of Caleb because he wholly followed the Lord, the God of Israel. He waited over 40 years for this blessing. He held fast to his faith and followed God, and he was blessed. Some lessons here for us to learn are, we don't always receive our blessings immediately. Our steadfast faith reaps rewards if we faint not, as Paul tells us in his letter to the Thessalonians. Psalm 100 is a psalm of rejoicing and shows us important biblical truths. First, it says, make a joyful noise to the Lord, all you lands. Yes, the Lord deserves our praise. The second verse says, serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. The truth here is we have access to God's presence as we go to him with gladness and singing. Verse 3 tells us to understand that the Lord is God, and we see this truth as we read the Old Testament. God is always vying for the Israelites' hearts. Let us surrender ours willingly. Verse 4 gives us even more insight into accessing God's presence and says, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and a thank offering and into his courts with praise. Be thankful and say so to him. Bless and affectionately praise his name. Yes, we enter his presence with thankfulness and praise. There are times we don't feel like we can be thankful or offer up praise. Then it is a true sacrifice of praise, which is greatly honored by God. In our most desperate times, we can ask the Lord to put the words of thankfulness and praise on our hearts to offer up to him. God provided Abraham with his sacrifice acceptable to him as he was willing to sacrifice his own son. And the Lord will give us what we need to offer an acceptable sacrifice to him as well, even a sacrifice of praise. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for your word that shows us more of your truths. We praise you today, Father. We praise your holy name. Thank you for all you do for us and all you are. Don't let us miss you, Lord. Help us see you everywhere. May our hearts be lifted up in thanksgiving and praise today. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.